Alright. Welcome back, Disruption Nation. This is a show, podcast platform where we highlight people that are disrupting their space in a positive way. Hillary Krebs is with us today with the good label, yeah. right? So she's from Ann Arbor, Michigan, did four million last year, her sixth year, right, since being licensed. Yeah. And that was kind of your first year, you know, being more full time. Yeah. Commercial leasing, you know, prior to that. And uh and you and you got a shout out to uh, Chase and Skyler over there, yeah. and yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy to have you on the show. How are yeah, you doing? Pretty good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Yes, be part of this. This is awesome. So. Yeah, absolutely. And um, was uh, in the 40 under 40 issue that um was my last issue, and yeah. that was uh that, that that was fun too. So I'm glad glad that you're here. So why uh, why 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 did you get into the wonderful world of real estate yeah so that's a great question so i um have kind of, i always loved working with people i'm definitely a people person and it kind of fell in my lap so i was in college i was paying my way through college and i kind of got into real estate thinking that it would give me the time and flexibility to finish my masters obviously did not give me the flexibility <laughs> to do that um, and i ended up falling in love with it i kind of made the decision like i'm either going to do real estate full time or I'm gonna do something else and finish school, and I loved it so much that I, I stuck with real estate. So here I am. It's one of my favorite consistent stories about people getting in part time, and they're like, people think they're crazy when they're gonna come in and do it full time because yeah. it does take over. So yeah. that sounds like the opposite of love. It sounds like you know too much work or whatever, right? So yeah. like, what what is it about that that, that you love? So is I it? really I love I love the human aspect of it. Really, okay. um, I just like home means a lot to me. So being able to find somebody their home and like, you know, it, it really, it, it becomes emotional for people. Um, and Respect. I just like being there for them and, and helping them through the process and navigating the ins and outs of it. And, you know, really just kind of being that support and, you know, the educating them and just being there for them. So it's really, it's really about the people for me. Yeah, 100% same, you know, I mean, I, I, some of the, my favorite people on the planet are in real estate because I think to be successful, you hear about all the time, like, you know, 90% of people don't make it after their first year in the business. Yeah. And then the ones that do, they're just good people, you know, yeah. because they like people yeah. and it's, you know, yeah. you're probably not going to go too far if, if, if you don't and yeah. respect on, because on the home aspect, because yeah. it's a big deal I and mean, it is emotional, you know, and, and yeah. And, and a lot of people aren't, they're not moving for a while, right? Yeah. That's a, that's, that's, that's a big commitment, for you sure. know? For sure. Yeah, I know, but it's good. It's definitely rewarding. I think there's a lot of people, I hear a lot of people that aren't in it and they say, oh, I just love looking at houses. I want to be a realtor because I love houses. And I'm like, obviously, you know, it's fun looking at houses too, but it's really <laughs> a lot more about the people. So yeah, yeah there's a whole, whole different kind of element to it. And so you're uh, more buyers you know, right, right now. Yeah. More What's... buyers right now. Um, my goal is to get more, obviously a lot more listings this year, but, um, traditionally I've, I've kind of focused on the buyer side of things. So, yeah. Gotcha. We're, um, what part of town are you, are you primarily in? So I live in the Heights, so I do a decent amount of work there. Um, okay. but having been in corporate relocation for a long time, obviously we had to get really familiar inadvertently with kind of the energy sectors of things. Yeah. So I've worked all over, really all over every part of the city and the suburbs. Um, obviously most of it has been kind of interloop and these, those energy sectors and downtown areas, but gotcha. I've kind of been all over. So yeah. I don't know if that's yeah, a good thing. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. So a lot of people say, you know, 
I serve everywhere, you yeah. know, and it's like, well, I mean, you can't necessarily, and then I hear other agents that, like, stick to one part of town, they're like, yeah. well, you can't, you know, necessarily, you can serve everywhere, but you can't maybe do it real well, exactly. is their argument, because you're like, you know, if you want to be a, a, a pro, right, yeah. in, in, in your area. Yeah, she's doing so big. So I, 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 I hear, I see both sides, you yeah. know, I mean, yeah. it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Know, for me, I probably just want to have, like, a referring agent on the other side of yeah. town, but. For sure. Yep. However you want to do it. So how long have you been in the Heights? So I've been in the Heights. Um, it'll be three years in July. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good kind of central location, especially, again, having to kind of be all over the place for my clients. It makes it easier to get anywhere quickly. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm uptown. I love it. It's convenience. Yeah. And, then, and then people like shame. I don't know about you. I, I hear it. They, they shame the gallery area. They're like, you know, from outskirts. <laughs> yeah. Like, you stay in your bubble. It's like, I'll go visit all of them. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> Because you're kind of right, right in the middle, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you're in a good area. Because you said uh, you like to sing, mm-hmm. right? Um, not a TV washer. She does not have a TV in her house. No, I, I don't. <laughs> hey, I, I I have one. I don't yeah. have cable or anything. Yeah. What would uh? So what do you like to do when you're not working? So um, obviously I like to read a lot. Um, I'm trying to get back into the music sort of stuff. That's been slow. It's a passion, but I don't really do it like professionally or anything. Obviously. Um, parks. I've got I've got a couple dogs, so going to parks and just kind of being out and about, experiencing the city. Obviously, Houston is a foodie place, so there's a lot of eating and socializing and all that stuff too. We're just kind of getting out and about and experiencing new things. Just yeah, whatever's fun, I'm up for it. I thought you had one dog. I thought it was Flint. I have one dog that I've had since Michigan, and then I have another one that I got here. Okay, so, what kind of dog's Flint? So she's a miniature pincher rat terrier mix. Okay, little. Yeah, she's a little, she was the runt too, so she's a little smaller and crazier than maybe the other ones. <laughs> she's good. And then the other one, I got him from the SPCA here. Um, and I don't know what he is. He's just kind of a mutt. So, yeah. All right. Respect. Cool. I had a SPCA, SPCA pup for 16 years. She was, uh, she was awesome. Yeah. Miss her. Those are the great, best Sometimes dogs. the mutts are, you know, they're just as good as any other dog. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And my grandfather was a veterinarian for 30 years, and he always said that, like, the best dogs were, like, mutts. Like, you know, yeah. you know, mixed, you know, females. And, yeah, for sure. Um, I've had a good good run with him, so <laughs> he's honestly the best dog that I've, I've ever had. Like, he's really well-behaved. Um, yeah, he's good, so. What do you like to sing? So I like to sing kind of jazz and blues sort of stuff. Um, no I was trained in classical music. Um, I did... Uh, like I did fine arts kind of all growing up, so I was trained kind of classically, but really I love singing kind of jazz and blues and, and that kind of stuff. So stuff with a soul, you know. Soulful stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Make you feel good. Yeah, exactly. Kind of Got. let it all out. Yeah. Yeah. No. That is important. Um, sure. And then, and then, okay, so food, man, there's lots. What, what do you like to eat in, so, in the heights or wherever yeah so i kind of live near the farmer's market so there's a lot of like pinkertons is walking distance from my house so obviously i love pinkertons um i don't know if i'm pronouncing this correctly but teotihuacan it's a little Mexican i think you place. nailed it did i nail it okay good I, I had to ask a few people if i was doing that right but yeah i love that little place too just um pueblas over there is good for like lunch just kind of casual stuff so yeah Really, just any local spot. I'm not picky as long as the food's good in there. So, yeah, yeah same. I love eating in the Heights, and yeah. um, I'm not. Yeah, right there with you. Good you stuff. can pretty much find something yeah. anywhere. Absolutely. For the yeah. most part. All right, so we move the mic a little closer, just just yeah. in case it's Is it good? not. 
Is it picking it up? Or is it good? Is it, is it good? Okay. All right. Thank Sweet. you, Blaine. Just make sure. Cool. Um, so you, you we were talking kind of pre-show about you know exciting changes with uh, is that you personally in the business or the market or kind of a combination yeah. of both. Like, talk about that. Yeah, so I think that, obviously, the market is a lot different now than it was before. Um, and um, sure. I think you have to have the right perspective about it. I It's obviously challenging, I think, for, for most people in the industry right now. But for me, that's exciting because it forces you into new um, experiences and new challenges. You know, like, you absolutely have no choice but to not take the easy road out right now. So I know it's going to be a big learning experience for a lot of people, and that's exciting for me. Like even though it's challenging, um, you know, I think that's one of the cool things about real estate is that there's always something to learn, and especially right now, I mean, you kind of got to be up for the challenge, push yourself, learn a lot, try new things, and that's that's exciting. I mean, it's kind of opening up the old school world of real estate in a in a way. Oh, yeah, respect. Yeah, we anybody thinks that we haven't been in some sort of you know artificial inflated you know protected balloon you know yeah yeah this like this perfect little bubble where it was kind of just easy to get in and and get some money and now now you got to kind of get down and dirty got to do the real thing again so so the pushback what's the pushback on the market side you know the buyers and the hesitation and yeah. the, the rates and the complaints or whatever you know i'm sure it's a handful yeah of, so of things i think i th- i see a lot more pushback from first-time buyers and people that haven't been in the market for a long time or are just kind of getting their feet in because their only experience has been these really low interest rates and they haven't seen anything else. Um, I've got some some more seasoned buyers that, you know, one of them, they, they bought their house and they had a, their first house they ever purchased was a 15% interest rate. So they're like six and a half, seven percent is like whatever, like we're not worried about <laughs> it. You know, yeah. it was 15, you know, way back when and that was nothing. Uh, but I think now there's just a lot of people that, that haven't seen that. So it feels unprecedented to them, even even if it's not, you know, it yeah. just makes things a little bit scarier. You know, that monthly payment, I think, is a big thing. And, so. and what do they say when you try to, you know, put it into comparison or make it make sense for them? Yeah. And soften the blow. Does it, does it work? It do they does. Hear you it does. I think that it just takes a little bit more time, you know, that they just need a little bit. It needs to kind of... Uh, you know, it kind of just needs to sit sit with them for a little bit. And I think that over time, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't expect, I would hope that we don't have another catastrophic event like COVID where, you know, rates go all the way back down to 2% or whatever. Um, but so I think that over time, you know, they'll just kind of get used to this and it'll just be what it is, you know. So, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I think it's better too. you got to live within your means. So maybe it's kind of forcing people to do that a little more. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, I was listening to somebody, you know, some podcast within the last week, and, and they're they're saying, because that that's I agree with you. I'm like, COVID, it's like a once in a lifetime. Yeah, hopefully of, you know, situation. Hopefully, yeah. And and, and on, on this podcast, they're saying that shit's gonna happen again. Not COVID, like not a virus, but like there will probably be, you know, sooner than later, some sort of like epic global. Like I mean, if it happens once, it'll happen again. And yeah. My, who knows you know it's hard. Um, yeah you can't yeah, tell the future nobody, nobody, nobody saw that shit yeah in, i wouldn't bank on it i wouldn't like put my money on it i would and, either i and, and if it did happen i would I'd lose the bet probably yeah I, I i think i would bet against because yeah. that, that was that was nuts and yeah like in my parents life i think probably like a man landing on the moon right that was maybe but that didn't affect everybody yeah yeah <laughs> everybody might have been excited about it but yeah yeah so. for sure 
yeah, crazy. We'll, we'll just have to see. We'll have to see where things go. But. Time, time will tell for sure. Yeah. Um, so, so your business, you're saying, uh, is mostly self-generated. Yeah. So you don't know anybody. You know, you get you got in the business. You said you got a lot of repeat business. Yeah. Or you didn't know anybody when you got here, yeah. right? So. How did that, that's inspiring to me because yeah. I, I love it when somebody can go to a new market, figure it out, and build a network from nothing. Yeah. So yeah. please, you know, speak speak to that and you know, yeah, whichever I, direction you want to take it. For sure. Yeah. So that's a really good question, and I think that it's just about you know being a good person, doing your best for your clients, and taking the leads that maybe aren't the best right now, but understanding that everybody deserves housing. Everybody deserves to you know be treated the same even if it's a $1,500 lease you know and that's kind of how I got in doing corporate relocation obviously I was given mostly just leases they had sales and other things like that but they really just gave me all of the leases and I treated them just as you would a million dollar buyer um, and those people respect that you know and just over time you know they would come back and they'd refer their friends and then obviously I started meeting more people here and um, you know it's just about doing a good job and treating everybody right. And and I think if you do that over time, like it might take a little bit longer, you know, it's kind of playing the long game, but if you really operate with integrity and do your best and treat everybody right, like I said, you know, it'll it'll come back and it'll manifest. And um, yeah, people people want to work with good people, hopefully, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so have you, um, golly, what do you, would you say you have more um, repeat, like, or referral? Yeah, it's kind of both. Is, so is, I get, is that 50-50? Yeah, it's kind of 50-50. Um, you know, now that a lot of my renters have turned into buyers, um, obviously they're doing more referring than they are repeat because they're staying in their, ho- their homes longer. Um, but I get both. I get both. And, you know, even especially now, I've, you know, kind of the market's been different. So more people are more comfortable leasing. So just taking those. And obviously those are more repeat because they're moving every year, every two years. But it's kind of both. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So you said follow-up bosses, which I'll use. Yeah. Yep. And it's been great. You're daily, you're on. Yeah, on it, I'm on that. it now. It was a little bit of a learning curve. You can, my brokers, if they're watching this, they're probably laughing because I was really old school and I had like everything in paper files and I'm always writing things down. And when I first, um, you know, joined this company, they're like, really the, the CRM, this is like, you're going to be, you got to get rid of paper. You've got to do it this way. And I was kind of reluctant to do it because I just had my system and I was kind of stuck in my ways. But honestly, it's been so amazing and they were so right. Yeah. It's been very helpful. And I don't have like just random notes all over my office, like sticky notes and everything everywhere. It's all in the CRM. So they're super important. So, so I'm going to go straight, like super fundamental one-on-one with you on, 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 on best practices. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. um, do you time block? There's a certain time in the morning and you're like, okay, from nine to 11 AM, like I prospect or I, I, I get into, you know, um, follow up boss. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I do time block. That was another thing. Cause I'm, Again, the, my brokers are, are absolutely wonderful. Chase and Skyler um, have been fundamental in just kind of helping me structure my business and my day. And even though I've probably been a little hard-headed about it here and there, but time blocking saved my life. Like I went from having just one note sheet with 30 things that I needed to do on it. And now I have even just in my phone and my Google calendar, um, just this is what you're gonna do for this many hours each day. And obviously like you might have a tour or something thrown in there, but it has been fantastic. So time blocking like saved, saved my life. How many, how many things, when you look at like Monday through Friday or whatever, we'll just call it seven day a week, mm-hmm. cause I know you're probably showing some people on the weekends, right? Yeah. 
Um, how many things are you trying to fit that you time block for? Is like so, the top 10 or you said 30? Do you get those all 30 yeah, on? Or is and I kind of like, categorize them. So before okay. I'd be like, call this person, follow up with this, follow up with that, you know, whatever. So it kind of now is, you know, taking this amount of time for all of your phone calls and follow ups, this amount of time for emails and responses, this amount of time for just, you know, whatever is coming to you or touring or printing things or marketing. You know, I have certain days of the week where I set out a time for just, you know, taking videos and doing marketing. So um, it's kind of just categorizing and having big chunks. This and is then, good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. I, mean, I, I think anybody can, you know, appreciate or, or, or use that or, or needs to be doing it more yeah yeah it was so helpful it was so helpful I didn't think it was going to be that helpful because I of course had like my old school system just write it down check the boxes but categorizing those so I'm still getting the 30 things done but it only feels like I had you know three big chunks of things yeah. to do yeah. yeah yeah break it down yep um okay so how what, what's your typical work day look like so yeah so I typically you know obviously get up in the morning have my little morning routine um, usually I, I take the first couple few hours of the day to answer any emails or things that came in overnight um, I kind of save that between you know 8 to 9 a.m. for my phone calls for the people that are early birds or go to work you know like after 9 or 10 and do my phone calls during that period of time um, Take a little wait, bit. Wait, of, eight to nine, or after they go to work, and you wait till so nine. So before, to 10. yeah, like before they catch them get, before they get in. Yeah, yep. Okay. So then I've also got you know the other people that, just depending on schedules too, because there's some people in the medical field that are like they're early or late, and so then I have another kind of four to five p.m. where I do more phone calls for the other people, depending on schedules yeah. and what I've found works I'm best with you. for them. Okay. Um, but yeah, so just kind of get up in the morning, emails, follow ups. Um, after that, sometimes I'll, you know, if I have like a yoga class or something to go to, just depending on the day of the week, doing some um, time blocking for marketing and videos and just kind of like content creation or, you know, whatever kind of artistic sort of ideas to build my business I can kind of throw in there. Um, a lot of times I try to set time in the afternoons for tours and things like that too. So tours, is that like showings? Showings. Yeah. Showings. Okay. Yep. Tours, touring homes, showing Yeah, touring. I guess I kind of get in the uh, mode of calling it tours and corporate reload because it's like touring the Got whole it. city more than anything. I like it. That sounds cool. I just, <laughs> so yeah, I just tours make sure we're yeah, talking about the same showings, thing. Showings. Yeah. Yep. Tomato, tomato. But yeah, so that's kind of what a typical day looks like. Of course, with real estate, there's always things that... Yeah. throw you off track but that's generally you know kind of follow-ups uh, marketing more follow-ups and tours and um, prospecting too I try to set at least three days a week usually in the afternoon to just go out and like meet people even if it's just frequenting businesses and just kind of right. you know it's really about for me it's about relationships and meeting people so you know it's not like I need to be doing more door knocking that's kind of another subject but typically just getting out and meeting people so. Sounds good. Yeah. Love it. Um, what kind of yoga do you do? Um, like, hot yoga. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just class. Yeah, just a, a, I recently got into that too, just to kind of mind, body, spirit. So. I'm well. on in like six months, but I definitely yeah. I go in and out of you know cycles. Yeah. It's uh, yoga's good. Yeah, it's good for. It's why why, why did you start yoga? Um, so I used to do it a lot again when I was 
younger and doing like fine arts, um, I went to a boarding school, Perry Mansfield, and they every morning like made us do Pilates or yoga, like bright and early in the morning. And I just remember it starting my day. Like I hated doing it. Yeah. I'd always be mad that I have to get up and it's like cold and dewy and whatever. But it was the best way to start the day. And so especially now that, you know, things have been a little more challenging, the market's a little more stressful. I'm like, what, what's one thing that I can do to just set everything off right? And even if it's just one day a week, it's it's been helpful. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. then I got back into it. Yeah, I respect, I like it a lot. And, and hot, is it, do you know the temperature of the room? Like, I like, don't, no, I, I just remember. know it's hot. I, I think, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah <laughs> fair respect. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's like a 95 degree to one of something. Yeah, I think sling. it's like just like, it's like about 101 or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's so, all, sounds about right. Yeah. Um, if anybody is uh, wants to ask you any questions, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so you can, I think the best way to get a hold of me is probably email or phone. Um, I try to be available as often as possible because I know how things are. So email is hillary at the good label re.com, hillary with two L's. And then of course my phone number is 832-888-1596 and those are probably the best ways to reach me immediately. Holler at or connect. It's a good person in the heights. You know, it's, yeah. it's funny. I, I feel like a lot of people are, that I interview are, uh, you know, greater Houston. You yeah. Know, I, I, it's probably 50-50, but yeah. anyway. It's a good place to be, for sure. It is. Um, what's uh, a couple questions before we wrap it up? What's your uh, dream dream car, if you have one? Dream car. So I am not great with vehicles, but I really love my Audi. So whatever next level Audi is out there, that would be my dream car. Audis. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Fair. Um, what about a vehicle? Dream car. Or not, no, I'm sorry. I just said that. Dream vacation. Dream vacation. That's a great question. Um, I think I want to go to Senegal. Yeah. Visit yeah. the coast. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of history there and I've heard it's really beautiful and the people and the food. So that would kind of be my dream vacation. And you could sing there and you'd be able to do yeah, all of it. Yeah, you could do all of it. Yeah, exactly. It would be great. It would be great. Yeah. Um, favorite book? Favorite book. That's a good question. So um, right now I am reading, what, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, um, or Highly Effective People, sorry. That's been really, really good. Steve Covey? Yeah, is, yeah, is that, Covey. Yeah. And that's... Um, that's a, a, an amazing book. Um, I'm also reading, what is it? Killer of the Flower Moon, and that's been really engaging too. Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, that's really good. I don't know that I have a favorite. What is that but, about? So that is about um, the Osage Indians in Oklahoma, and they're, it's kind of a mystery. So it's about, um, in like the 1920s, they were kind of being killed off mysteriously. Um, they were also like the wealthiest per capita individuals at that time because of this oil reserve that was found underneath the reservation they were at. Yeah. So it's just kind of a story about that. Oh, you know cool. that it's that's actually really good. It's engaging. I'm a little ahead of my book club that I'm in because it's so good. Yeah. So, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. What's your uh, favorite product or brand that you can't live without? Oh, that's a great question. I have no idea. Um, Product or brand that I can't live without? I would say my Clinique face lotion. Got to keep it. Got to keep it wrinkle free. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> got to moisturize. Yeah, I'm like other than that, I don't know. I'm not really into brands and all that good stuff. So it's <laughs> the first one that came to mind. But all yeah. All good. Yeah. Um, what about what's the best advice you ever got and who gave it to you? Oh my goodness, that's another good question. Um, you know, 
the first thing that comes to mind is I went when I was a kid I was in daycare and they preached you need to treat everybody with kindness dignity and respect and I don't know that that's advice necessarily but it's something that I fundamentally believe in and I think it's helped me in business just in life in general um, so I would probably say that yeah I'd that's that's that. strong super yeah. strong I mean you it's I feel like that's bulletproof right yeah there. yep can't can't lose doing that yep for sure, mm. and everybody deserves it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, because I mean, you leave nice, and there's your typically pretty happy people, and then the angry yeah. people, what, they're just you're yeah. mean all the time. It's just, yeah, it's just, exactly. It's not a coincidence. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that, that 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 pretty much will you know set you up for success, in my opinion, in, in, in life. So yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, this is fun. You did yeah. great. This is a great Thank interview. You. Thank you for uh, for for being on Disruption yeah. Nation. Holler at Hillary if you need her for anything. I'm Taylor Wade Offer, your host. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And uh, don't forget to give us a like or follow or whatever. And reach out to me or her if you have any questions. And um, we will see you on the next show. Perfect. Thank you.